Next on Inside Champ Car, racing in the rolling hills of Michigan. Welcome to Inside Champ Car. I'm Brian Polanski. Guy in the top right corner is our fearless leader. Well, at least the fearless leader of this podcast. I don't want to get Dana mad at us. No. No, you don't. There is no leadership skills here. (laughs) Bill Strong, that's not true. You were a leader all weekend, I hear. Well, not all weekend. I just part of the weekend. Yeah, I I didn't really lead. All I did was uh, we had we had a timing we had a timing issue on Saturday, and right. You know, I I just happened to make probably the the best decision I've ever made with Champ Car, and I hit start race on the (laughs) Flagtronics. On the Flagtronics computer that I have, right. and I just I hit it at the right time because it started timing right before the cars crossed the finish line, there you go. and we had a timing uh, failure on our computers, and um, we were able to save the race with Flagtronics. There you go. And you know it's not even ready to do timing and scoring yet, but uh, it worked. Well, we'll talk and, about that some more. <laughs> yep, coming up. Yep. Oh, uh, you just want me to stop talking now because you want to talk about the. Uh, Dotson dude right over well, here. Well, I mean, we, we've got a guy sitting in the box here. The guy in yeah. the big box, Jim Begley. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. How are you guys? <laughs> doing good. Usually I don't let Bill ramble like that. But he doesn't. He doesn't. I needed to give him a little moment of glory. So Yeah, just uh, for that moment. Welcome to the show. Um, Thank you. We, uh, we uh, always start every show with the same question. And uh, that is, how did you get mixed up in this crazy sport that we love? Well, that's an easy one. Uh, so I, one of my teammates now, uh, I used to race against him uh, in the open wheel modifieds on asphalt tracks. And uh, we both uh, had gotten away from that and were looking for something to do. And, and he had started a, a, a what would then been a chump car build. And he asked me uh, if I was interested in uh, doing a race with him. And uh, I was definitely interested. I'd already been thinking about it a little bit. And uh, we, uh, uh, did our first jump car race uh, 2013 at the Michigan International. But I was already, it was just on my radar screen. I'd seen something about lemons, and I uh, was intrigued. And then when, when jump car came along, uh, that intrigued me a lot more because it was more racing and less uh, messing around. So before modifieds, though, what were you a, a car kid growing up? Was it dad who was the car guy? How did how, your interest get peaked in that? Yes, yeah, so my dad uh, was racing when I was probably three years old. He raced uh, uh, asphalt late models, uh, and then he moved into uh, uh, Formula Fords and okay. did a little little bit of sedan racing. Uh, he uh, he went to the Bill Scott Racing School out oh. at uh, Summit Point, and then uh, went to the, he, he actually raced in the inaugural uh, Skip Barber series racing series. Wow, that's uh, so cool. I was around all that stuff. Went to all the cool tracks on the East Coast when I was a little kid. Watkins Glen and Lime Rock and Thompson and uh, Summit Point and places like that. Nelson Ledges. So I just grew up around it. And then he he moved on to uh, back to late model stock cars, ran some USAC midgets, and then uh, was out of racing for a little while. And then we built a, built an asphalt modified for me to go racing. That's pretty cool. So... 
So we've got yeah, this. Yeah, it goes back about 50 years. Well, yeah. Well, he said all the cool tracks, you know, Summit Point, Nelson Ledges, Nelson Ledges, Summit Point. Watkins Glen. Watkins Glen, Summit Point, Nelson Ledges. <laughs> you keep saying Nelson Ledges, Bill. I love Nelson Ledges. <laughs> had, a, had a phone call with Fred this or today. I don't know when it was. It must have been today because today was the first day back at work. So, uh, this past weekend, man, you showed up with your really cool red, white, and black Datsun 510. You know, the car that some German company, BMW, just copied everything off of. <laughs> it ruled, you know, BRE ruled the world with the 510. Wait, I, do I have my facts wrong? No, I never do. <laughs> no, I but, think you're right on. Yeah, I'm spot on, man. You know, the Germans they just copied everything. Everything. But yeah, so the 510 even had a little oh, there it is. green light. Hey. Yeah, a little green light. Um, hot, or not a Hot Wheel. What do they call it? 164th uh, Hot Wheel. Yep. Exactly. model. Yep. Yeah. I love this thing. Does it see? You know, I have Hold my. That back up one more time, Jim. I have my Toyota Spiders, but it just doesn't have the same look nor the feel of the little. You know what? You're automatically cool because you have your own Hot Wheels of your own yeah. car. Yes. That, I mean, that's the coolest thing ever. That's like getting your car on the cover of Hot Rod Magazine. You know, it's just the ultimate. You have yeah. a little Hot Wheel made of your car. Yeah, I was Johnny Lightning or whoever. So how did the Hot Wheels car come about? Okay, so in, in 2020, when the uh, the uh, camp car race at Indianapolis Motor Speedway was coming, we, we contacted Pippa May, and, and she was uh, had a contacts with the uh, green light collectibles who made made our car she was a customer of theirs uh having her indie car diecast made and and they saw that on her uh on her social media and they contacted her uh, to get a hold of us uh, that's that's how it all came about um, just just through pippa so how, how did you decide to race 510 so our, our fascination with the 510 goes way back almost 50 years uh when my dad was at bill scott racing school uh howdy homes who ended up racing any cars in the eighties mm -hmm. uh, for a while. Uh, he was an instructor at Bill Scott and he, uh, he took me for a, a full on no holding back ride around summit point. Uh, when I was like, I don't know, four years old, five years old, maybe, um, <laughs> uh, I had an adult helmet bobbling around on my head. There was no seat on the right side. I just wrapped my arms around the roll cage <laughs> and I can still feel that ride now. Uh, it, it was, he did not hold back. It was the coolest thing ever. Uh, it, the 510 thought never left my mind after that. Uh, so fast forward to, uh, to a, a gingerman weekend with Champ Car. We had a Corvette there, and it went miserably. The car uh, quit on us very early in the weekend. We talked about, well, what do we want to do? You know, let's, let's try something else. And we're like, well, we've always talked about a 510. Maybe now's the time. Yeah. Very cool. Yes. Speaking of Bill Scott, he passed away in 2009 at 71 years old. Yeah. He was the owner of Summit Point Raceway. Um, I kind of remember that cause we were, we had been going to summit point through the, you know, up, I think my first time there was like, Oh, one or Oh two or something like that. And, um, yeah, he was the owner of it. And after he passed away, there was a big question who was going to, who was going to run it after that. Yeah. But, and, and there was but, no stronger <laughs> advocate for grassroots motorsports oh, yeah. and racers than Bill Scott. He, he right. loved he loved your club. He loved the SCCA. I mean, he just, he was just amazing for our type of racing. So, um, yeah. And he worked with the government and such. They yep. had the, uh, 
um, the like FBI cars out there. What you know, the police cars out there. Right. They would do you know the the pit maneuvers and all yep. that cool stuff. Teach yeah. the cops how to do all that. All the federal law enforcement and Virginia State yeah. Police trained out there, and I, I'm I'm going to guess maybe West Virginia and Pennsylvania. It was a great location yep. for that. So. Um, yeah, great guy, great guy. And I will say that I'm hoping that the Summit Point insurance company is not listening to us uh, after that story that you just told, because uh, I'm sure that every insurance regulator and adjuster is freaking out right now about oh, your story. No, no, because 50 years ago, things were very different. People yes, didn't they get were. hurt. Statue limitations. We're talking 50 years ago almost. Yeah. Okay. And, and people didn't get hurt back then like, you know, like they do today. Of course not. Right. <laughs> So, so what's the, what makes that fast, that, that, that 510 fast you, you finished, was it second on Saturday, first on Sunday or vice versa, whatever it was, you guys had it all going on. What makes that yeah, five, in class, fast? we finished second in our, in the B class. Yeah. And yeah, we got top 10 both days in the overall. Yeah. Um, it's just a great little race car. Um, uh, we've, we've been running it for a few years. We've been working on it, massaged it, uh, Troy Ermish at Dawson 510 Parts Outlet is a great resource. We're a customer of his. We buy parts from him, and you can ask him anything, and he'll give you the right advice. Um, it's always good to, you know, run stuff through him that you're going to try. And Yeah, Troy, Troy's a hell of a driver yeah, yeah, of 510s. Yeah. Just a great he, little race car. He's uh, he considered the, 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 the dude with 510s now. So. Yes. Is that a... Um... Is that a flat six? No, it, it's it's a uh, it's a more modern uh, like a Nissan Frontier engine, uh, a double overhead cam KA engine. Yeah, it's a four cylinder. It's not a six. Okay, yeah, because I've I've got some experience with the flat six um, Nissan. Not Nissan. What was that in a flat six? Uh, wasn't that in the two hundred? The two hundred SX. Yeah. No, that was a four. That was a four also. Yeah, I think that was a Nap Z engine. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, plugs. But those motors are bulletproof, right? If you well, don't do something rough, stupid with them. But that, yeah, his is. Yeah, the newer ones are pretty pretty bulletproof. Yeah, it's it's been a really good engine. Uh, we did find a way to tear it up one time, but we're not going to go into that tonight. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about it Thursday night at the Comfort Suites. Yeah. We're not going to tell that story tonight. Yeah, oh, things I, happen. Come on, it's just the two of three of us here. No one's watching. Nope. Nope. Nobody's watching. All right. <laughs> so tell us about your weekend. Um, good weekend in your class, top ten overall. Uh pretty 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 uh event free, eventful free. Uh not exactly. Uh, so Friday practice, uh I didn't make three or four laps and the, the uh, throttle cable come un- became unraveled as brand new cable. I just put it on a week or so before, uh hoping to head off any problems in that department. And of course, that's the one thing that gave us problems. Um, so we just, we put a spare on it and uh, it ran, it lasted the rest of the weekend just fine. But uh, uh, Saturday, we uh, had a fuel pressure problem about halfway through the race, uh, brought it in real quick. Uh, our, uh, our chief mechanic, Elmer Spence, he uh, got on it real quick and determined it was just a fuel filter that was clogging, uh, changed it out real quick. We didn't really lose a whole lot of time. Um, Kind of took us out of contention for the class when uh, uh stay focused was running a little bit quicker than us anyways and you know sitting in the pits for a few minutes uh, didn't help that and then uh, ultimately uh, in the last 20 minutes I, I ended up breaking a uh, sway bar link 
I had to back it down a little bit and just we just finished the race kind of hobbling around but the main instant the car saturday night and fixed everything and sunday but went flawless uh, our crew always makes excellent pit stops with time to spare uh, and you know max and kurt my teammates they drove the car exactly how it needed to be driven uh ran great consistent laps uh all of them so it, it just everything worked out the way you would hope for so so this weekend you know here's your, this is going to be two scale all right so this is your car and then this bmw there's a bunch of them they were right on your tail what was that like with, yes, those big, with those big bmws like trying to push you out of the way that was to scale. Uh, by I, I just was curious with the big BMWs. I uh, once they were right on my tail like that, I gave them plenty of room uh, to uh, go ahead and have at it and leave me yeah. behind. And, uh, there was a couple of BMWs I did get a race with, not just you know have them fly by. Right. Me. right. Get a good time with a couple of them. So and uh, yeah, go ahead. I was just gonna say. So Gingerman is was this your? Have you been to Gingerman before? or Is this your first time there? Uh, several times. Uh, we've been coming to Gingerman every year uh, since, I'm guessing, 2014, 15, yeah. maybe in there somewhere. Yeah. For those who might not be familiar sure. with Gingerman. Uh, we haven't missed one in years. Yeah. For those who might not be familiar with Gingerman, tell us a little bit about what that track's like. Uh, it's it's a it's just a really fun track. It's, uh, it's not uh, – it's a good beginner track. There's not really anything to hit unless you really, really, really try uh if you go off course or something it's pretty forgiving uh it's but it's challenging enough that i think it's fun for the more experienced guys uh it's like a state park type setting it's just a beautiful place uh, the whole area is awesome uh just, just a really really fun track to drive on so uh tim um tim elliott he drives a car like this a little volkswagen with a little wing on the roof um mm -hmm. yeah you, you can't see that it's it's just a little toy the cars thing but um I have a lot of I have a lot of toys, by the way. <laughs> I see that, but Tim You've got a Tim, few in the background here behind me too. Yeah, uh, yeah, love my love my Hot Wheels. You should see my nineteen my late sixties Hot Wheels collection. It's pretty cool. Oh no, nice. um, the uh, but yeah. So Tim Tim said he had a great time running with you guys that little Volkswagen um, Rabbit he had, and until uh, it kind of let loose on Sunday, I think it was. Yeah, maybe yeah, Saturday, we encountered Saturday. him several times on the track. They yeah, they ran pretty good. Yep. Now, um, what, you know, Gingerman, what is the most difficult corner on that track to take? I have, well, I have my me, idea. Well, okay. So for me, anything with my oval track background, anything that's a right-hand turn is automatically more difficult than the left-hand. <laughs> so, uh, I think maybe turn 10, because you have to be careful, you're going downhill and it's a tight, very tight corner, and you and you're really hauling it in there. So, uh, I just say turn 10, 10, 10, uh, 10B, I guess it would be. Yeah. So the first time I ever took a, a, a lap around the track was other than a, a you know the, the pace laps was in my spider with overfilled tires, and I went into 10, and I'm like, yeah, I've gone way, way too fast into this. I was trying to catch the leader. <laughs> who just kept pulling away from me. And they're on my radio going, Jackie wouldn't do it that way. Do you want Jackie to get out there and show you how to catch the leader? You know, but he didn't see me. <laughs> um, the, uh, yeah, that's, that's a pretty tough, it's downhill off camber and it's decrease kind of decreasing radius a little bit, isn't it? Yeah. Some yeah. It? 
yeah. think it's where I saw most of the toe ends come from. The right. guys caught in the sand trap and, and whatnot. I think it's where most of the issues were. So, yeah, yeah Tim says Tim said five and six was difficult for him to figure out, but I think once you do figure it out, you you'll go oh, you know. But he's yeah. also driving a front wheel drive car too, so it's a little different. Yeah, I, it took me a few tries to get get those right too. But uh, in this car, it, it's such a great handling car. It, it's it's sometimes it's hard to mess it up. Right, and then of course the uh, the corner that kind of scares me would be uh, eleven. As you're going down that straightaway, you're doing what a buck seventy, buck eighty. Maybe two hundred miles an hour down that straightaway in, in that yeah one ninety five for sure yeah, yeah. one ninety five yeah. yeah and and then you have to touch those little <laughs> tiny brakes <laughs> yeah well and that's the only place if you screw up bad enough you you could hit something yeah and you have drums in the back of that thing right oh sure no let not me, even. let me look <laughs> <laughs> so yeah you, you hit the brakes and it's a ninety degree turn you know and it's like but it's really fast you know you, you if you get it just right yes it is yeah, and it's yep. bumpy too. It is, yeah. Yep. Yeah. But it's so. fun because you are coming off the longest straightaway. And uh, a lot of times you're either being a passed or passing somebody or both at the same time. It's a it's a really fun part of the track. And we didn't have that many go offs this weekend. Um, maybe down in ten we had a couple of them. But uh, you know, a couple a couple of years back we had a five ten or not a five ten. A uh, mini, uh Witten hour mini. Go straight 11, off yeah. the end of that. Yeah, they went straight off the end. They couldn't make that right-hand turn. Went he up the no embankment. Brakes. Nope, no brakes. Went up the embankment, and we get a call over the radio saying, hey, uh, there's a Mini at the front entrance <laughs> on its roof. Oh. And we're like, what? <laughs> you know, it didn't make sense. You know, We're watching the race out here, and they're talking about something at the front gate. And they come to find out it was one of our race cars. So he'd done a tumble over there. And then a couple of years earlier, we had um, a Ford Focus that uh, coming out of four, got it a little squirrely, you know, got it off into the dirt and rolled it three or four times, maybe five, yeah, times. I, I don't know, 20 too. times, 20 times maybe. But the battery came loose in that car and started whipping around the car and it lodged itself in between the seat and the roll bar. And uh, in that forward focus, and that made that was a huge rule change for us, right? You know, like the next day, because uh, you know it's like we need to strap these batteries down better. Yeah. And uh, that 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 worked out really well. Yeah, I remember seeing the in car video of that. Yeah. 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 That I, scared I, the hell out of me because it's like you know, well, what they had the the box, you know, the battery box, the battery inside of it, and then right. that those little nylon straps. Well, the battery just came right out of it, and that strap was only like this, you know, maybe maybe four or five millimeters wide um, after being stretched because it didn't take much, and the yeah. battery just went. Yeah. Missed the driver every time. Yeah, we required metal hold downs. Yeah, I went. That's the new rule. Yeah, we went up and down pit lane, and and just basically during the quiet hour, and took pictures of everybody's battery, and then kind of made some decisions from that. So mm-hmm. that was pretty wild. Yeah, uh, I I know the batteries. For, for weight distribution, it's good to put it in, in the driver's compartment on a lot of cars, but I always hated that. It just just scared me because it always, no matter how well it's strapped down, I was like, man, if that thing flies, we're, we're yeah. gone. We're dead. <laughs> yeah. That's why I like the MR2. It's sitting up in the front, and it's down below. It's it's as low as it can get in the, in the actually, it's pretty darn low in the car, um, way down there and hidden. So never yeah. have to touch it. So when you have to replace it, it's not so fun. 
Well, you had a system for that, I'm sure, Bill, because you have a system for everything, right? Yeah, just buy a battery every year. <laughs> it was a <laughs> good idea. Hopefully it lasts, yeah. Um, so, Jim, the the 510, um, is it a car that bigger guys can fit in? I mean, it's not so tiny like the, you know, normally these these um, 70s, 60s, and 70s cars. And this was, this the 510 was designed in the late 60s, right? Something like that, like 68, 69. So yeah, normally sure. those, yeah. yeah. So normally those cars are t- they tend to be kind of tight for today's American. Yeah, I, it fits me perfectly. Now my teammates, they're quite a bit taller than me. Right. And uh, Max, he is pulled it up in that thing like a pretzel, but he loves driving it. He's okay with it. He can go two hours in it and still be able to walk when he gets out. So uh, yeah, uh, Kurt's also a taller guy than me, and he, he has no complaints. So I, I guess yeah. it'll. It'd be a sedan, you know, it's got a little taller roof, so it, yeah. it's got a little room for, for a bigger guy. It's designed to hold a family too, right? Yeah. The uh the five ten family friendly, <laughs> holds the big drivers. Is it hard to find parts for? No, it's not as bad as you think. Uh, again, Troy, he's a good resource. He's always come through. Uh, body parts are of several places. Uh we broke a windshield at Autobahn and we're able to score a brand new windshield easily. So I don't know if everything would be that easy, but everything we've needed so far, we've been able to get it easily. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. So what's up next for you guys with, uh, with Champar? What's next in your schedule? Uh, that may have been our last one for this year. Uh, we are building a, a couple of other cars. One of them is very close to finishing. Uh, we could potentially do a race with it before the end of the season in the Midwest. I mean, we're probably not going to get out of the Midwest, so I know we could go race any, with Champ Car up until uh, New Year's Eve, but uh, uh, we just typically stay in the Midwest. So if, if this car gets finished up pretty quick, we may do uh, one more race, but the Datsun is definitely done for the year. It's kind of timed out on uh, – it's time for an engine refresh. So mm. you, you said that uh... – that this car is might be ready, and then you refer to the Datsun. Does that mean that the car you're building is not a Datsun? Yeah, for sure. It, it, we're we're finishing up a, a an eighty Chevy Corvette, and uh, we're also redoing a, a, an eighty eight Corvette that we have run with Champ Car in the past. That uh, we had a fire entered at Indy, and it's just it needed a lot of uh, upgrading. So it's it's it'll be ready for next year. Well, yeah, both of them are a couple different Corvettes that we're putting together. You know, Dots and Corvette, I, I see how those work really well together. Yeah, a lot of interchange in parts <laughs> and, you know, every you know tire size, wheel size. Yeah, it's it's a perfect match. <laughs> Not at all. LS the world, buddy. So it, it, it's cars. Probably, he called it the yin and yang of race cars. Yeah. It's probably just because the, the trailer you have, you needed those two cars to fit together in the trailer. You couldn't fit two Corvettes, so now you got a Corvette and Nissan. They fit in the trailer together, right? Yeah, uh, we find a way to barely fit the Datsun in there with all the stuff <laughs> we pack in. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a challenge to throw some, something a little longer in there. We're going to have to pack uh, creatively from here on out. Right. So before we let you go, you got some folks you want to thank? I sure do. Uh, first, I have to start off with my wife. She's very supportive of my racing, always has been. Uh, she you know, gets everything ready for me to go and and, and you know, we talked throughout the whole weekend, and uh, sometimes she's able to go to the races, sometimes not. But uh, got to thank her first. Uh, also, have to thank my dad for getting me started and all this. And he uh, he comes to all the races. He's, he's no matter how long the race 
this. He spots for all this driving. He spends the whole day uh, with his headset on, giving us good information. Got to thank him. I have to thank uh, my uncle Larry and Aunt Lucia. They are actually the team owners. Uh, so a, a huge thanks to them. Uh, so thank you driving teammates, Max Neiman and Kurt Neri. They do an awesome job driving with us. Suspense. Uh, Elmer's my fuel man, an excellent mechanic. Uh, Lisa is his wife, and she runs the fire bottle in case he catches on fire fuel in the car. So, you know, <laughs> she's uh, got his best interest in mind. And uh, Jeff right. Decker is a great friend of mine uh, that comes to the, all the races. Nathan Mitchell, uh, uh, Kent Kuffner, uh, all those guys are just awesome. And then we've got uh, Honeymoon Freight Expediting uh, came on to help sponsor us this year. And uh, Permatex has been, uh, we've been working with them for about three years now. And, uh, and also Greenlight Collectibles that uh, made the uh, 164th uh, scale car. So, yep. yeah, all those people are huge. That's pretty awesome. Anything else, Bill, before we let Jim go? No, that's it. Thanks, Jim, for racing with us this weekend, giving us a good show out there with that 510. And uh, we hope to see you back at, at Champ Car soon. Oh, as soon as possible. Um, I do have to put in my request, though. I, I want to go back since we started Champ Car Racing at Michigan International. I want to get back there. So, all right, wait, wait, Michigan. Because so, so I went over me there, and uh, yeah, of course we want to go back to Indy. Indy, okay. <laughs> and I, I, I went to Marshall, Michigan, um, Sunday night, and Michigan International is not that far from there. It's, I guess it's right down the road. I saw the signs for it. So I kind of know where it's at. So what you're saying is, without saying it, you stopped in there to try to work out a deal for 2020. No, it was Sunday night. I wanted to get back to the hotel and get home. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was wore out, man. I was wore out. But, yeah, I'd love to go to Michigan International. And also, I want to go back to Indy. So, But, you know, I am just one small, tiny cog, or is it a stick, in the <laughs> gears of, I don't know, of Champ Car. So... One little, well, tiny. I'm not tiny, but you know. Well, we, yeah. Let's do instead of the summer of 24s, let's do the summer of Rovals. Yeah. Oh, dude, that would be so wicked, and and finish it off with like Martinsville. <laughs> it's like the paperclip truck. Sure. <laughs> Great. Yeah. I'm all for it, man. I like all kinds of. I like all kinds of racing. You know, anything and everything. I'd get out there and race it. I'm not stuck on you know, really pretty road courses. I like those rough ones, you know, the ones that are beating your car all to hell. I like them. So, all right. Yeah, Michigan <laughs> International is a lot of fun. It's not, you know, the road course, infield road course is not super challenging, but coming off the banking into turn one is. That's always wow. a thrill. So, yeah. uh, and the banking is just fun to be on. Yeah. All right. Is so, it? Is uh, it as bank is it as banked as Daytona or Charlotte or is it just is it not as banked? Because it's a pretty wide track, isn't it? Yeah, it's really wide. I, I don't not sure. It's not is as it, flat as Indy, but it's not as banked as Daytona. Right, but you can go. You, yeah, but you can be right up against the wall and come down six or seven lanes to the inside of turn one. Right, I mean it's that. Yeah. you're yeah, it's pretty wide. So yeah. you can go seven wide into turn one. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's a great idea. <laughs> i'm gonna reach for more blood pressure medication if you start talking like that bill <laughs> hey racing man all go. about it 
All right, Jim. Thanks. For, thank you very much for joining us uh, today after a, a great weekend of racing. And I cannot say my W's or my R's today for some reason. <laughs> my pleasure being here. Thanks for having me. Thanks, man. All right. That's Jim Begley from Begley Motorsports. When we come back, uh, we've got some house cleaning to do. We'll get you caught up on everything you need to know. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to Inside Champ Car. I'm Brian Belansky. He is Bill Strong. So oh, I've always wanted to get that, you know, Ed or Ed. I keep saying Ed Begley. Isn't I know. there an actor named Ed? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One, one of the Mr. best. Mr. Begley on. Yeah. One of the best ever actors and, and a great race car driver, too, I yeah. hear. <laughs> yep. And, uh, yeah, it was always that, you know, the first time I saw that car, it was just like, oh, so cool. Well, and uh, I saw, I think I saw it in California because Troy was Troy took it over to, um, I think Willow, before he brought it out here. Okay, I, I think that was the car. I don't know. I see so many cars over the years. Yeah, but um, yeah, Troy Ermis does some really good work on those five tens. And so. and he's got the paint job. It's almost like the old Jim Fitzgerald racing, except it's, it's got BRM black. or BRBB. I don't know. Yeah, or was it Bob Sharp racing? Bob Sharp, I think. Yeah, yeah. Because I know that, that I was know. the color Paul, scheme. That Paul, Paul knows Newman. all that stuff. Because Paul was big into, he had right. a Datsun um, little coupe, little two-seater. Right. But, yeah, those were the Paul Newman racing colors, which right. was pretty awesome. Uh, but they had a little, they used a blue, not a black. But I, we'll, we'll give right. them a pass on that. <laughs> yeah. So, so Ginger Moon was kind of cool, man. We had uh, um, Nate's fourth gear pulls, who's premium dudes. Right. You know, they're, they're one of our top teams. Uh, sure. Premium dudes showed up. With a with their E thirty painted Ferrari red, <laughs> I tell you what, dude, that car looks so freaking good out nice. there. Nice, nice. You know, I like red, but Ferrari red's just ooh. Yeah. And then the longtime favorite Buck Snort and their uh, eighty seven BMW three twenty five showed up as well. They got the horns on the roof. Right. They've been racing with us forever. There's a great picture of my car, and uh, right behind me is Buck Snort trying to get through the S's at a. Mm. Um, at Road Atlanta. That's cool. And I think they did pass me, but really quick guys. Yeah. And then right behind them on uh on Saturday's race was uh Bavarian Mustache Works. Uh after their big wreck at <laughs> they were some where were they? Um they had a big wreck. Might have been Road Atlanta or Road America last year. They had a big wreck last year. Okay. And then uh they finally brought the car out to uh Colorado a couple weeks ago and lead the race in a lower all joint breaks on the car Ouch. and yeah and they lost that race so they brought it back out finished third place on saturday um but took first on sunday there you go tire rack motorsports was there tr motorsports they were there with their uh four-cylinder e36 that car again did very well led a few times ended up finishing fourth um and gorilla sticker showed up with their uh 87 or 97 BMW 328 IS. Right. And then British American Racing was back again. 
and uh, with their BMW, um, and they finished six. And then, uh, of course, you know, all them BMWs up front. We had to we had to throw a wrench in the in the in the the standings there with the uh, Stay Focused 2003 Ford Focus SVT. And I'll tell you what, that thing was freaking quick, man. Nice. Yeah. Then Subliminal Racing and Red Baron Racing with two more BMWs, and then. Begley Motorsports finishes 10th on Saturday with a 510. Now, uh, like we were talking about earlier, Saturday we had a, a computer failure on our timing and scoring, and Biketronics helped save the day. They, uh, I just happened to hit the button at the right time and was able to recover the race using Flagtronics, which I think it, they said it only been done once, maybe yeah. twice, not with us. And it worked. I was like, wow. I mean, we couldn't do everything, but right. it was close. And but it allowed us to save the race and get the proper laps and everything in and and it worked. Sure. So uh, we had um, thirty one cars show up. <clears throat> Excuse me, thirty two, but Chunk Dynasty didn't didn't start, unfortunately. Yeah. And then Sunday, everything seemed to work flawlessly. So that's why we think we just had a computer software glitch. Yep, that happens. So yeah, technology happens. And, yep, Bavarian Mustache Works wins the race, but. Premium dudes wins the fastest lap of the day with a 143 versus everybody else's 145s. So, um, or 40s, 45s to 50s. Right. And Bavarian Mustache Works went, takes a win. Premium dudes second. Two brothers racing who had lost a uh, differential, blew up a differential on their their automatic or V6 powered automatic 350Z. Beautiful little car and uh, nice green livery. And uh looks really smart out there, but yep. uh really fast. They finished third. TR Motorsports fourth again. Swamp foot. Oh, 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 oh. First time we'd seen a Subaru Impreza up in the top. They led at the red flag on Sunday. We're like, we had to go through the standings just to make sure nobody, you know, remember <laughs> what what was that woman that ran the marathon? <laughs> so and, we skipped and, ahead. Yeah, and she just <laughs> Yeah, she just st- snuck in at the very end of it. She didn't really run it. Forget her name. But, um, you know, that, the Boston Marathon. And, and yeah. it kind of seemed like, where where'd this Swamp Foot come from? But, yeah, they, that car was quick, man. So, they, uh, what was the, was there a red flag that was scheduled because of some reason yeah. on Sunday for? Yeah, they have a two-hour uh, church break. Got it. So, you got to be quiet for two hours. It used to be an hour long. Now, it's uh, two hours. Okay. So, but um, we, extend, we extend the race out. Yeah, it was still a, se- a seven-hour race. Nice little break. Got to eat some lunch, sit and talk to the teams, and that was fun because, you you know, when you're working, you don't really have time to sit and talk to these guys. Sure. So then Daring Greatly uh, Racing, their Cadillac is getting faster and faster and faster, much more reliable as, right. as they go. Right. And a Cadillac CTS. And uh, T2T Racing and their Mazda Miata. There wasn't that many Miatas here this weekend. They didn't do as well as BMWs. And then Begley finished eight. With their uh, Datsun 510. I was going to call it a Datsun B210. Oh, boy. Remember that car? I do. When I was in, I want to say I was in like middle school when that car came out. Okay. And I remember it thinking how swoopy it was, how awesome looking it was. Yeah. But then I also liked the Dodge Challenger back then, too, the Mitsubishi one. Yeah, well. So, you know, kind of had, yeah, who knows? I still, you know, yeah. That was the times Uh, when you were doing a little funny stuff on the side. No, I was in middle (laughs) school. I didn't, no, no. But, uh, but yeah, we had a Saturn SC2 finished tenth. Okay. Um, British American Racing won, you know, took ninth again, and 
uh, Saturn took 10th. Don't see many of those around. We used to see them a lot. And one of my one of my favorites of the weekend was Duck Hawk Racing in their 88 Pontiac Fiero. Nice. So love the Fieros. So I had an and, 86. Uh, okay. So yeah, the 88 was the best. Yeah. The absolute best. I, better I had, suspension, better brakes. Everything. I had an 86 with the four-cylinder. Yep. And uh, the, one of the few that didn't M4. burn down. Yeah, the 2M4. Yep. Yep, love yeah. that car. If I if I found one of those again for the right price, I would absolutely buy it. Anthony Magnelli, where are you? Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> but the right price is the important part, which is next to oh, free, yeah. is what I'm looking for. <laughs> yeah, those are the, those are the best ones. Yeah, um, yeah I had Duck so Hawk much fun did pretty that well. Yeah, that was fun seeing that car. They they and they had never raced before. Okay, a bunch of students. Yeah, just came out and raced in Champ Car and had a blast. That's so cool. So. Yeah, it was fun seeing a lot of these guys out. Utter Chaos was back with their Lexus. Uh, Red Baron Racing was back. Team Midlife Crisis. I think they. I think they've had a Midlife Crisis for about ten years now. <laughs> so, uh, you know, Rad, Rad Air showed up with a pretty nice setup with a do- couple of Dodge Neons, and uh, that was kind of cool seeing the. Once the, we um, once we get to the off season, because I know you guys don't really take an off season, um, which we do have some breaks later in the year. Some, some we get longer. a month off times between races we should do an episode on on first time racing uh, how to mm-hmm. get how to do your first race with champ car you know um oh um camp teague he's going to be my guest our guest next week okay are those the kids and the, the students that you just talked about no no this is his name is camp teague okay he's a uh sorry <laughs> first time he's yeah he's he's doing really well i think he's 19 years old wow um First race was a VIR 24. His ever. first race ever? First race. As a driver. And, uh, yeah. Did and he he's put- working with Kyle Lockrow. Okay. So, yeah. So they're, so he's, you know, they convinced me to put him on the, on the, on the track. Yeah. They bought me, they bought me near beer. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> so, but the team that ran this weekend, that was a whole brand new team, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So what I was thinking is have, talking from the team standpoint of getting together, oh, yeah. and putting together a team. Um, I think there's a lot of value in, in doing one of those, you know, I, I, I like to call them like, you know, Champ Car 101 or something like that. Yeah. We could do a live phone in. Okay. You know, like Champ Car at night. Champ Car after dark? After dark, yeah. <laughs> We'd have to run the show at midnight, though, just because, yeah. you know, and, and put some disclaimers on it. <laughs> yeah. Pre-Master Racing was there, and uh, I broke their Flagtronics unit. Oops. I didn't break it. I it, well, it doesn't work now. Bill, Bill, Bill. <laughs> so you broke yeah. it. Yeah. Well, no, but it doesn't work now. Bill, Bill, so Bill. I'm gonna I'm gonna take it to Flagtronics tomorrow. I gotta go to Richmond tomorrow to pick up some more sponsored panels since we ran out. Okay. Well, these guys keep taking our sponsor panels. Um, so I'm gonna get that fixed, and uh, then I guess Thursday I head up to uh, Thompson Motor Speedway. Yeah. Where we're going to have a twelve hour race. Nice. Yeah. Everybody the, I know. Uh, just loves going to Thompson. Thompson's awesome, man. It's a it's a really cool track. It's 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 kind of the old part of it is the old circle track where yep. they you know they do circle racing. Oh yeah, uh, but it's you know paved sure with concrete. You come off a blacktop road course and you go on it. And yep. you know the road course is on the outside of the circle right. track, and uh, you don't use any of the banking at the circle track because it's all in the lower part, which I think makes it a little harder. It's flat. So you know. that's uh, somewhat similar then to, must be a Northeast thing. Maybe the guy, 
Uh, the person who designed Thompson was the same producer person that designed Briar, which is now New Hampshire. Um, because at New Hampshire, you also oh, yeah. uh, you exit the racetrack between two and th- uh, between two and three, yep. and all of the twisty bits are on the outside. That's got a lot of hills and all that, which is yep. really cool. I love racing at, at New Hampshire. Uh, and then you come back right at the same spot almost. There's only there's a little bit of Jersey barrier between you uh, when you come back on the track. Uh, but there you use most of th- you use three, four, one, and two. So you use most right. of the NASCAR track at New Hampshire. Yeah, I've done three lemons races there. Yeah, I love and, New Hampshire. Uh, yeah, it was fun. I hit a boat. Literally. Literally hit a boat. In the paddock. No, in the on the racetrack. How exactly? <laughs> it's a lemons happen? race. Oh, it's a so lemons a race. Boat. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there was a boat on the track, and I hit it, and everybody made fun of me for hitting a boat. Was well, they didn't like, make fun of me. They yelled at me for hitting the boat because we had to spend some spend some time in the like in the, the, the lockup. Cotton t- Continental with with pontoons or something? No, it was a real boat. <laughs> I don't even <laughs> want to like, know. It was like a not a dinghy, but it was like a real like uh, you know Gilligan's Island boat. You know, it was crazy. <laughs> That's yeah. why I like Champ Car. Not quite as crazy as Lemons, and Lemons uh, Le- has its place. If uh, I know people love Lemons, so I'm not. Yeah, not I, I really did like. Yeah. Um, New Hampshire Motor Speedway. You come out of the out of the hills yeah. uh, onto the racetrack, and there's like a fence in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> if you get it wrong, you're hitting the yeah, you, you're hitting you the, the Jersey barriers. Yeah, yeah. You definitely have to turn right. <laughs> Big time. <laughs> and when you go off the track too, it's a, like a sharp ninety degree track to get you know ninety degree to get out of the track. So it's I, fun. I, I, I my, like it there. My only racing injury, knock on wood, at uh, at Thompson, I burned my back. Ooh. Not at Thompson, at, at New Hampshire. Uh, right. I blew a hole in the crankcase, and the crankcase put four quarts of uh, of, uh, of um, Mobile oh. One on the yeah. firewall, which I was lying up against. I was in a Formula V. Open oh, car, okay. And uh, it got hot really fast. And I thought the whole car was on fire. That's how hot it got. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah. That's... I had the cooling system on our MR2 blow, and it just went straight onto my back oh, and neck oh. and yeah that was not as hot because that cools off fairly quickly right you know oil no no. not so much not so much i have burns on my arms from the oil coolers and it was expensive oil too yeah that was what i was most upset about it was four quarts of red line (laughs) yeah oh yeah (laughs) so yeah so we're headed to thompson who's been around not thompson but the track has been around since like the 1820s or something like that it's been around forever 1820s (laughs) It's it's one of America's oldest race tracks. I'm trying to find the info here. It says there were no cars in 1820. Huh? There were no cars in 1820. My dad told me there were. Well, 1938. That's more like it. That's more like it. So let me see. You were at that race, right? No, not that old. (laughs) Could have been at the 1960s versions of it. That's when they opened the road course. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah, they have some great pictures there of like, you know, a lot of the, uh, you know, Shelby and his guy, you know, all sure. these guys that r- run sports cars running the road course there. There's, you know, if you go up into the um, the tower, they've got all kinds of pictures up there yep. hanging up there, you know. Yep. So, yep. It's good great to track. see. It's, it's a little bit of elevation change here and there, and uh, it's really fast, and it's fun. It's yep. just, it's an old school track, which I prefer over these these new tracks with, right. you know, 30, 40 foot wide track. And other than Ozark, <laughs> I like Ozark, <laughs> but 
um, you know, there's if you you know if you get off track, you're not going to hit anything. Well, if you get off track at Thompson, you're going to hit something. Yeah. So you kind of go. We had a team go over a wall a couple of years ago. Um, they pulled the car back over and they went back on their way. There you go. After fixing a few things, but I would think so. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So, uh, and then yep. from there, Mid Ohio. Yeah, we go to Mid Ohio. That's you know kind of getting worried here with the numbers, but I think everybody's waiting to the last second. They're just right. testing us. Right. Yeah. You know? But uh we had some big numbers suddenly over the weekend. So all right, good. Um you plan on going to these, some of these are gonna sell out quick. So we got forty seven for uh Thompson. That's a big number for us yeah. there. Um and then uh I think Mid Ohio's up to in the Yeah, that's at fifty five cars. You so, ran out uh, of fingers and toes. Up. Yeah, that's a that's been a, a few more added just uh during the show here. Nice. Um then then we head 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 to Harris Hill, Texas. Harris Hill. Got twenty seven cars signed up for that. That's a maximum of forty cars, forty five cars. So, so and we'll you, pick up. That's a Miata track though. When, when you race at Harris Hill, is it sponsored by brisket? <sighs> no, you know what? They the 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 on track folks there that cook uh huh best tacos ever. Really? Oh God, yes. You know who had the yes. really good food was Hallett. Yes, their little Hallett does have cafe there. Yeah, was awesome. Yeah, I used to think that Road America had the best food, but eh, no. well, yeah, they they still have the bratwurst. Once the uh, <laughs> the, the church stopped doing it, yeah, they were it used good. to be St. John the Baptist. Yep, and um, uh, I mean there was why'd they stop doing that? I'm going to guess that someone offered Road America money to take it over. That's oh, that's I I know nothing. I'm making I'm speculating. Yeah. Um, I, it, it was kind of cool there because they were all old retired guys and well, because I think and, and again I'm not certain, but I think that they were basically given the opportunity to do that as a fundraiser for the church. So right. I don't think they actually had to rent the building or anything. I think they just had to show up every weekend and cook. Um, right. And I I'm guessing someone came in again. Only guessing. Uh, and you know, wanted to turn it into more of a business and and money talks. That's my guess. Yeah, and and you know, they just completed their uh their repave right. there, which I'm told repave. by a little birdie named Bill. That did I say that out loud? Yes, a little birdie. Yes, that uh that track is uh easy on tires than it used to be. Oh, it's it is from what I understand, it is billiard table smooth now yeah which yeah. is both good and bad yeah it needs a couple of years of rubber and 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 winter seasons you know to put a little bit of bump the, the here undulate, and there. put some life back yeah, into it exactly yeah. it is it is supposed to be just fantastic so yeah we've got 45 cars signed up it, two idiots in a garage and sheboygan auto helpers is there too sheboygan <laughs> i love <Timmy>. sheboygan <laughs> Premium dudes all signed up. Team Salen's all signed up for that one. They got three cars there. Gorilla stickers signed up. Um, I think Frank Anchors is there. Who else do I see here? Good, bad, and <coughs> ugly. Um, the bird showed they're up. They're there as well. The little yep. birdie. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, that's where we're at. What time nice. is it? 9.51. We got nine minutes to waste, man. So uh, uh, No, we don't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we can't. So, guess what I got to do this weekend? You got to run race control. I didn't get to run it. I got to run the flagging side of it. Our, right. our, our, our fearless leader, uh, Chelsea Vickery, she, uh, the race director for this weekend, she didn't feel too well. A little under the weather. So, uh, 
Yeah, a little under the weather. So she sat over in a corner while uh, she she threw me the radios and said, you know how to do this? That's how she said it, too. <laughs> no, she did not. And, and I said, yeah, I think I do. <laughs> you know, I, I've been around this enough to where I, I could. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, once they put that radio in your hand, you have to start uh, talking to the corner workers. Yeah. It's tough, man. Make it's it There's a it. lot going on. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And and this was a relatively easy race. Yeah. <laughs> so so probably what's funny a, is a good place yeah. for you to do it the first time. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, I, I've done it a couple of times, you know, 10 minutes, let somebody go to the sure, restroom sure. or go get lunch or whatever. I've done it, you know, a bunch of times over the years. But to go from starting to the finish was a big, it was fun. It was a big learning experience. The yeah. worst part, though, was, you know, when you get the corner worker that goes, Spin and continue, you know that kind of stuff. You know, and and you're like, who? Step <laughs> Corner, away from you know, the station. Armco. Repeat. Step yeah. away from but, the armco and talk again. Yeah. And what was really fun was the uh, the the flag the flagman the the starter would uh, raise his hand with the number of you know corners. Okay, turn five. Okay, he just put up a five. So all right, go ahead, turn five. You know, and right? They they'd repeat it to me. Or whatever. Nice. But, uh, but yeah, that was fun. Yeah, it worked. Teamwork and. Oh yeah, because he yeah he he works with these guys all the time. He knows who who has a bad radio, and then of course we had you know well, three or four others that outdoors that yeah, and but there's three or four people that it was perfectly clear right you know so yep but yeah love it that was fun. I learned a lot actually. Cool. Um, you don't re I mean you realize it, but you know when you have to make a decision in the back of your head, you're going man, this is going to really screw up this guy's race. Yep. You know, it's, uh, you know, but he screwed up or he did this. And, yep. you know, I got to find out what the problem is. How, why did they, why did they contact each other? Why did they, mm -hmm. why did he run off the track there? Um, and he's done it like four times. So, you know, or three times, let's, let's bring him in and talk to him. Yep. Um, but you know, it's, it's, we're out there having fun. And uh, I know some guys take it pretty seriously. Sure. I saw that on the internet, um, <laughs> you know, but yeah, some SCCA spec racer Miata guy oh. national champion at one point Burst. said some bad things. Well, not bad things. He just <laughs> wasn't happy with the way champ car drivers were. I watched, I had a camera in his car and I was watching this stint. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> but uh, I didn't see anything bad. He just, I think he got, you know what I've learned? Over there, the years? there was a lot faster cars out there than he, than he was. in. Right. So, you know what I've learned over the years? Every driver has what? an opinion. Oh yeah, every one of them, <laughs> and most yeah. of them I ignore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm but, just kidding. I'm but just it was kidding. fun over the weekend. We 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 had a good time. We had a good crew out there, and uh, it's uh, yeah, got same thing coming up this weekend. So yeah. it'll be fun. Fair. I love Thompson. Great ice cream there. Oh, oh wait, yeah, yeah. We don't go for the racing. We go for the ice cream. I didn't know there was ice cream. Oh yeah, they have some really good ice cream. I actually think Jimmy will tell you that the. The ice cream at Thompson is better. He likes it better there. I don't know if it's ice cream. It's just some other type. Is it frozen custard? Who knows? Something like I don't know. Okay. I think so. I like the the ice cream at Gingerman. Oh. It's like softball size scoops. Oh, okay. And I gotta I gotta shake this week. I like shakes. I don't, <laughs> I don't really like the ice cream cones, but I like shakes. And they give you a straw that's a good half inch thick. You know, the fruits gauge. and stuff that. Yeah, the <laughs> fruits and stuff don't get clogged up. Zero gauge don't zero get clogged gauge. up in it. Yeah, and uh, whereas you know some of the they give you those little skinny straws and yeah, where you know you get trying to suck a strawberry through it. So, <laughs> but 
fun times, and that's why that's why we go that's why we go racing just for the ice cream. Nothing wrong with that, especially on pit lane. Nothing wrong with that. All right, buddy. So, uh, you you had a uh, hurry quake. We had the hurricane. Yeah, don't the don't hurricane. get me started. It was a heck of a weekend. Um, Five point one earthquake there in Los Angeles, along with a hurricane. Uh, what was it, Matilda? What was her name? Uh, Hillary. Hillary. Matilda. Yeah. Same thing. Exactly. And by the time it got to us, it was a tropical storm. Um, so uh, a lot of this is what they the meteorologists call a big rainmaker. Right. Um, it was. Um, you know, it's August, so it doesn't rain here in August ever. Uh, the previous record on, on Sunday in Los Angeles for rain was 0. .002 inches of rain. Oh, wow. That was the previous record. And uh, Los Angeles got two and a half inches on Sunday. The foothills yeah. where we were at, where we live, were right up along the mountain because the storm hits the mountain and stops. Uh, we got uh, close to seven inches of rain on Sunday. And, uh, and out in the desert where they really got slammed, uh, they had one place had uh, uh, 14 inches. 14 inches of rain? Something around yeah, a Yeah, it, it was a lot. Yeah. It was a lot of rain. So flooding, mud flows, that was a big thing here. Not a lot of wind, thankfully. Um, and thankfully, a 5.1 earthquake here is kind of like, uh, you know, me passing gas. So yeah. it's, uh, <laughs> it was, uh, you know, there's always a couple of shots of, you know, the liquor store with all the wine bottles yeah. on the floor. Um you know, but nothing. all I saw was I, di I didn't hit, see it till later on in the evening, and all my friends were like, "What the hell?" Well, I was working. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm, I'm I work at the news station, and we're yeah. covering a tropical storm, and the building starts to shake. And we're on a 14 story building, and we're on the third floor. So the first second or two was just a little bit of rumble, and then I felt like I was in a Jimmy Buffett song. It was like fins oh, to yeah. the left, fins to the right, fins <laughs> to the left, fins to the right. The building literally just swayed back and forth yeah. four times. And then stopped, and everybody looked at each other, and like, there is no way a hurricane just happened during a tropical storm. And yeah. it did. Yeah. 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 I, I went through a tropical <laughs> storm there in San Diego back in 79. I think it was 79. They evacuated Miramar Naval Air Station, yeah. which is now uh, Marine Station, whatever, Miramar. Right. But uh, they evacuated all the planes, took all the boats out of the harbor, and it was a pretty big deal. And, uh, you know... And then I noticed on the on the map, my brother had flown out from Oklahoma to San Diego. Oh. Don't know why, but right in the middle of a hurricane. Of course. You know, he is an adventurous, so of who course. knows? Um, but he does a lot of, you know, graphic art sure. work out there. So sure. might have been work related. But yeah, it was uh it was a crazy weekend, man. Yeah. You know, weather out there. So yep. kinda miss it. It was really boring out here. It was nice sixty or seventies in the seventies, low eighties in yep. uh Gingerman. Of course, now we're headed up to the northeast, where it's probably going to be minus ten. <laughs> uh, so. Probably not in August. So uh, you never know. Yeah, it's cold. You know, it could be raining and cold. So I'm packing. I'm packing a coat. There you go. So we got t-shirts. Here, wait. Let me show you one. Uh oh. Bill's just trying so hard to get us to six to, to, to one hour here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got the the Thompson t-shirts, which are pretty cool. Oh. NBM performance is sponsoring this race and so we had t-shirts made up with their logo they approved the logos and everything with their cars on it wow and uh yeah it's a picture i took last year too that they used to that's make my it, so. favorite color bill hint, yep, hint yellow hint hint yeah hint hint i didn't, I didn't get a lot of them because it's not a really big race so uh, but they are limited so you know if you guys want a shirt get there early 
So you need them. to send me those shirts, Bill, so I can model them for everybody. I know. See? Yeah, sorry. Because nobody it's... wants any a better looking model than me. Cash, man. That's what, yeah. yeah. <laughs> who needs That's true. Who needs That's Mark true. Wahlberg when you can get, you know, well, we're gonna get you all all swagged out here in a, in, in a couple of months. Bill's I know been for twenty twenty two years. <laughs> I know for twenty twenty four, I will have you swagged out. So we're gonna we're gonna do inside or inside not inside champ. We're gonna champ car live shirts for all the for okay. all the talent. Is that what they're called? Talent. 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 Yes, yeah. for all the talent that work with us. So and of course the uh, golden um, jacket. What do yeah. you call those? The sport coats. Sport coats. So, oh yeah, just yeah. like. Uh, a wide world of sports? Yes. Very yes. nice. You know what we should I, do, Bill? I've got an idea. Yeah, I'm going to get you in trouble now. No, you won't. Um, we should do an inside champ car t-shirt and and sell them for charity. Let's do it as a charity. Oh, yeah. uh, well, well pick- we can't. We can't as a charity. Or Sorry, we can't do stuff like that as a nonprofit. So we have to be really careful what we do. Oh. Well, yeah. We'll, we'll figure something out. Tax man. Yeah, we'll figure something out. That'd be kind of cool. Let me oh. think about that. There's got to yeah. be a way to do something for something. Yeah, racing you know. wire can. Yeah, well, that's maybe you. We'll talk offline, Bill. Yeah, there we go. You see, I told you. I'm All right, get guys. You in trouble. <laughs> Let's go racing. All right, that's this gonna... will be week five for me. There you go. That's going to do it for another episode of Inside Champ Car. If you like what you heard, saw, subscribe to the podcast. You won't miss any episode. It'd also be great if you share it on your social media channels. Comment on the Champ Car Facebook page. We have new episodes every Tuesday live on YouTube, and every Thursday we drop the podcast the regular old way. He's Bill Strong. I'm Brian Belansky. You are watching Champ Car Live and listening to the Racing Wire Podcast Network. Have a great week, everyone.